I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope your day, your week is treating you well. Happy Friday. I hope you're excited for the weekend if you're listening to this in real time. Today, I am answering a question called in or texted into the podcast phone line. If you don't know, you can always call or text any Enneagram, creativity, self-care, confidence, any kind of question you might have for me to the phone line for the podcast at 828-338-9127. That's also always linked in the show notes for you as well. Now, today, Let's talk about the question that came in. So this was texted in and it says, hello, question for you. What are your thoughts on human design and how can human design and Enneagram work together to provide self-awareness? Thank you so much. So if you don't know, human design is essentially a system of personality that is based on when you were born. So the time and the date and location of when you were born, your birth chart. So it's a little bit different than the Enneagram in the sense that it's prescriptive, right? Like it's, you can't change your type. It's how you were born. Um, They tell you what your type is based off of when you were born. And you, you know, you don't self diagnose or self type yourself. That being said, this is something I really want to explore much more deeply. So I've done an interview with AC Brown who teaches human design. Um, So I will link that in the show notes as well. But I do want to do a much more structured interview because she and I kind of just flowed like we were having a good time. And I think I want to do more of like a workshop style interview for this one. And so that's coming up or it's on my mind. I also did an episode where I compare my Enneagram to my human design chart, and I will link that down below as well. But I want to answer your question here from where I'm in my understanding now. Like I'm going to, I have much more to learn about human design, but I know more than I did before. So we're going to do it from where I'm at now in my understanding. So from what I know about human design, it's about energetic alignment, meaning getting into a flow state, like what really works for you, what finding ease, and how you make decisions. So while the Enneagram focuses more on why we do what we do, what our coping mechanisms are, what our shadow self is, human design focuses more on how do I make decisions and how do I find ease in my life. So things that I really like about human design, first, it's more like here's how to find flow, right? It's like Here's where you find ease, where the Enneagram is sometimes like it's going to feel a lot worse before it gets better. Um, I think there's a place for both, right? Sometimes looking at shadow, doing our coping mechanism work, like that's not as fun as, you know, going like what, where, what's easier for you? What, what comes more naturally for you? What has, um, what, if you make decisions in this specific way, there's energy that's going to be behind it, right? That being said, I think human design has really helped me to find my strengths in my type when at times I've seen all of the elements of my type as a weakness. I'll go into more on that in a second. Um, Human design is also very intricate and detailed. Like there's so much more to it than what I know. It's wild how much there is to it. Um, And the Enneagram is deep, 
but this is, it's really complex. So um, I find that fascinating. And also just generally like mine makes a lot of sense for me. So that makes it easy to get into, you know, like if you resonate with your type, then it's going to be interesting to you. And that's where I'm at. So um, things that I don't quite understand about human design or I'm a little skeptical of, uh, it's prescribed by your birth chart. So I'm a little bit like, I like that the Enneagram is self-guided. I, I'm not big on a guru, right? On having like someone else tell me what I am. Um, I'm much more, I'm like, what, how do you know yourself? Tell me how you see yourself, how you're experiencing yourself. So yeah, the, the fact that it's like prescribed to you, I'm a little skeptical of. Um, I'm also a little more skeptical of the fact that it's, it's much more prescriptive. Um, like you should do X. Um, you know, it's a lot of times it'll say things like manifesting generators need to make decisions by being asked yes or no questions. Is that accurate for me? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Am I skeptical of blanket statements like that? Also a hundred percent, right? Um, and I'm not saying that human design itself is like that. I think maybe it's like how you're being taught it. Um, I know I have a friend who got really into human design and, and it was like, you shouldn't sleep in the same bed as your partner. Um, I don't know how common that's taught or where people stand on that. Like, again, I'm, I'm a novice, but I'm a little skeptical of that as well, right? But let's get into the things, like how do they overlap? So for example, I'm a manifesting generator in human design, meaning I get ideas and I take action fast. And that lines up pretty well with my Enneagram type, right? I'm type seven with an eight wing. Like I get ideas and I take action, get ideas, take action. Um, I'm double assertive, like very quick to take action. I also, you know, manifesting generators are supposed to follow their bliss. <laughs> you know, what makes you feel good? What are you excited about? And as a seven, that's definitely something I do very naturally. The other thing, again, it asks me like to you answering yes or no questions. That resonates for me a lot. I don't know if that relates to the Enneagram as much. Maybe it could if I really tried to reach for that, but I don't think it does. I've also seen a lot of type threes be projectors. I know of at least one manifesting generator who's a three. I know of at least one manifester who's an eight. And then a lot of the projectors in my life are threes, if all, if not all of them. Um, however, there are only four types in human design. There's a lot of subtypes, a lot of like nuance in those types, but there are only four main types. So there's not going to be like a one-to-one -one correlation from human design to the Enneagram, right? But I do see some patterns in my own life, like with people that I know. Um, and I don't know if someone who does human design and also knows the Enneagram might see even more patterns in that way. Um, now in terms of how to use them together. So in my humble opinion, based off of my limited knowledge, human design is about how we manage our energy and how to make decisions, which aligns with the strengths of our types. So for example, right, the type seven strength is optimism, is 
following their bliss is doing you know doing what's best for them like these are things that sevens do very naturally and they also take you know if you have an eight wing you tend to take quick action and be much more assertive and so these things are present in my manifesting generator that being said I tend to lean into human design work for these things. Like where am I needing to find ease and flow in the work that I'm doing? As well as like, how do I make decisions about my future? That based, you know, that I tend to lean on human design for because I've tried to do like deep Enneagram work in those spaces and it does not serve me well. Like when I try... Because deep Enneagram work is about releasing your type structure. Really growing through the Enneagram is about releasing your type structure. So um, that's very cool to explore. And I, I, I'll i get to like where I think that belongs, for me at least, in, in a minute. But when it comes to business and it comes to making creative decisions, I do think human design is is where I tend to lead. Like I tend to go, what's going to bring me joy? What's going to be passionate? What do I have energy behind? And because what they say in human design and what I experience in my life is that when I have energy behind something, other people flow with me there. It, It brings energy to others. Whereas if I'm doing something out of obligation or for the money or because I think I should do it or because someone asked me to do it, it doesn't have the same impact and it doesn't perform as well, quite frankly. So that being said, I think the Enneagram is about our coping skills and deep sense of how we find worth and belonging. And it's it's truly shadow work, like who am I afraid to be? And so I use that for more of my major personal growth. And if I'm in a situation that's not working or I'm stuck in a pattern or I'm struggling with self-worth or maybe I'm navigating a a pattern I keep repeating over and over again, then I can really use the Enneagram as kind of a map out. Like, oh, here's what's probably coming up for me. Here's how my type's likely showing up here. How can I release that and choose a different pattern or a different path to get a different result? So I know this is kind of convoluted. I know that any I know human design on such a novice level that I can't go super deep into it, but this is kind of based on my very limited knowledge, right? This is where I'm at now in my understanding and how I'm using it. Uh, but I again, I would love to do a deeper human design episode. If y'all are interested, just let me know on Instagram and we can, you know, navigate getting someone on to talk through that with us. And thank you so much for asking such a fun and interesting question. And as always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you. And I will see you Monday for the next one. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.